There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. LB, 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 LB. A little worried, dude, homie. Why are you worried? I'm worried because um, I looked at... Um, Can you shut that door? This door, yes. I looked at um, hotels in Plymouth for August 5th KMS show, and it's um, they're very expensive. The, the Minifans have bought all the hotel rooms out. Wow. Yeah. So there you go, so I'm a little worried. I can't spend a lot of money in a hotel. I can't spend 300 bucks in a hotel room. Let's see what happens when we get closer. Although Timmy Canton did uh, offer to give me a ticket or or sell me a ticket, whatever, either one. So, wow, you're going to have a date to the show. Well, I don't know what to, to level. I, I need my own hotel room no matter what. I need my apparatus, my whole Darth Vader setup. You and Tim and Canton aren't going to do a like planes, trains, and automobiles and cuddle I, up together in I the bed? I don't think I'm, I can do that anymore. <laughs> I think those days are over. Um, Mitch McConnell leaving Albie. Well,. So his team put out a statement saying he's back Monday. They immediately quashed those rumors. Well, I mean, even if he... That doesn't mean he's not leaving. Well, yeah, sure. But, I mean, so basically what happened is... So he fell and had this concussion like a little while ago, which I heard about kind of vaguely, but I didn't really put that much stock into it that he fell at this Republican dinner thing. Yeah. Did uh, Was it at the Waldorf Astoria? It yeah. was somewhere fancy. Anyway. Yeah, it's the Trump Hotel. Right. So um, he fell at this hotel and he had a concussion. I didn't realize he hasn't been back in the Senate since then. No, neither did I. Yeah, I just assumed, like, he fell, got a concussion, and, like, life went on. Like, people get concussions. But apparently not. So today this story ran um, in a few sources, kind of. Um, and basically we're saying that, um, you know, he might not be coming back. And saying that, you know, there was now, like, jockeying for this leadership. So the Spectator was reporting uh, GOP senators were preparing for McConnell retirement and essentially saying, like, he's not coming back to the Senate and that everybody's trying to court these Scott 
because previously Rick Scott had run against him for the leadership contest and got like 10 votes. So they're all trying to get those 10 votes or whatever. So there's like a few people. So and I was like, wow, that's crazy that, you know, that these that this is happening. I mean, McConnell's been there forever. Yes. He's like the longest serving whatever Senate Republican leader. or whatever. Right. 2007, I think. Right. So, yeah. So he fell March 8th and he hasn't been back in the Senate. Which is like, what? That's a long time. And so now I guess it's because of the Feinstein rumors, kind of Feinstein, right. um, that, you know, people have been kind of saying like, well, if she has to retire because she's not showing up at her committee assignments, like, does McConnell have to retire because he's gone? But anyway, apparently there's this leadership jockeying and uh, yeah, it says the longest serving Senate party leader in history. He's been, um, and you know, obviously he's been huge with the judicial confirmations and all these different things. Um, but McConnell then today tweeted out after this came out in the spectator that, uh, he's looking forward to returning to the Senate on Monday. And apparently he's trying to crush all the rumors. And I say think that no. he's leaving. You think he's leaving? I mean, he's 104. He's in the minority right now. I mean, what he- does he want to do this for? I mean, I know that he. When is his seat up? Mm, he was. He ran uh, in twenty. He he was. They went at him in twenty. So he would be twenty twenty six. You think he's going to retire before his thing is done? Uh. Well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how the rules go in that state. Can they put in an interim? I assume they can. And then have a special election. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how that works, if it's special election or appointee or, or what it is off the top of my head. I think Kentucky may have a Democratic governor right now. No is way. Possible? No way. Um, yeah, Andy Bashir. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. That I mean, that would have to play into his decision, right? Yeah. He's not going to want to give the Democrats another Senate seat. That would seem to be not smart i mean he could retire from the leadership position in theory but i don't think he's going to want to go there and just be a guy in the senate right of course that doesn't seem like him either so i would think he's going to try and serve out his term um but yeah i don't know so he was elected in 2018 so yeah i i mean andy Bashir, that is but um yeah i don't i don't know how that works in kentucky off the top of my head He's 81 years old. Yeah, everybody's so old in D.C. How do they, like, how do they function? Have you ever, like, I mean, imagine working at a company where that many people are, like, in their 80s. I know. Can you imagine, like, working at a job like that? Yeah, it's, it isn't it weird that only politics has that. Right. Anything Nobody else. else yeah. Well, because anybody, anybody who wants it bad enough to be successful in politics because to be successful in politics you have to really want it because yeah. it takes like a level of commitment and grind that like a lot of things don't take you have to want it so bad like i guess that you just don't want to give it up once you get in there yeah i guess so that it like attracts a type of person that's not like the early retirement type of person i guess so i, I don't i don't see it i don't I mean, I mean, you're wielding some power as a senator. You get treated like a VIP everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. So back in 2021, apparently, I don't know if this is still accurate, the Kentucky legislature passed a bill that would require a governor to fill a vacant U.S. Senate seat with a member of the departed senator's party. Ah, I see. 
The bill would require a sitting governor to choose a replacement from a list of three candidates chosen by the top leadership of the senator's political party. In the state. Um, yeah, of course. It doesn't say. Yeah, it's not, they're not going to yeah. leave it up to Iowa. <laughs> I guess so. So that means um, the, whoever the power brokers are in, uh, is it Frankfurt? Is that the capital of Kentucky? Yep. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if that's still accurate. Uh, yeah, Kentucky lawmakers overrode the veto of a bill limiting his ability to fill empty U.S. Senate seats. So, yeah, so it sounds like they could that he could fill it, but he would have to fill it with a Republican, which is interesting. I haven't heard that rule before used anywhere. It is funny because in Massachusetts, um, the whole thing with Scott Brown happened because they got rid of the governor appointing a senator rule. Yeah. Because at the time they had a Republican governor when they passed that. And uh, they wanted to always have a special election because they didn't want to accidentally have a Republican senator. And then they made it an election when they had a Democratic governor for Scott Brown and they got a Republican senator, which is, you know, dramatic irony. But um, but Scott Brown playing with his band engagements like all over the place. I always see it on Facebook. I know. Do you notice that? I'm like going to start going I hope he's improved. He wasn't, uh, I mean, I, well, you know what? That was me. I think he's living the dream. Yeah, he is living the dream. I don't think he's like, you know, trying to, you know, blow anyone away with like some kind, like, I don't think he's trying to revolutionize music or something. I think he just wants to have a good time playing music and doing gigs and having fun like i think he's having a blast and living his best life and more power to him i love him he's a great guy i love him i like mm -hmm. the whole family um from one a a mass hole to another alice your, your guy jack Teixeira. Uh oh <laughs> i know i know i sent you this earlier too so i want it on record that i said when those photos came out and they said that in the background of the photos were like stuff around his house yeah Bad idea. Like, why? And he's a co big conservative, apparently. They're saying he's like a Christian. I mean, he's, he's a member of the Army Army National Guard or Air National Guard. I forget. Anyway. Airman. Uh, well, yeah. Then he must be an Air National Guard, right? I guess so, yeah. Um, so when he's working in the intelligence unit or whatever, like overnights, his parents apparently told report. Also, parents, stop talking to reporters. <laughs> yeah. They talk to reporters before they talk to the feds? Um, yeah. So the this... Uh, That's a nice young, get for the this post. Young man is in um, the town of Dighton, Massachusetts, North Dighton, Massachusetts. Yeah. I guess, which I did not know existed. Frankly, one I, of the one of the one of the final laughs, laughs, <laughs> um, laughs my father had, had had me and my dad, my brother. We were at um, what's that bar on um, Brookline Ave next to Fenway. It was downstairs. You guys know. You guys know which one I mean. It was right, right down the street from Fenway in Brooklyn Ave. Anyway, this beautiful waitress was there. And my dad, of course, was was talking to her. He enjoyed the <laughs> beautiful waitress. She, but she was like 22. And she said, and he said, oh, yeah, where are you from? And, and she said, I'm from Dighton. Oh, we pronounce it like Canton? Canton. Canton. Dighton. Glottal stop, I call it else. Mm -hmm. It is the glottal stop. Um, so anyway, so like I said, it's a bad idea if you are in the process of leaking classified documents to your friends on your gamer Discord server, mm. which Discord is not a secure place. Conservative idiot, these, some of these extreme 
conservative groups have gotten caught doing bad stuff on Discord before. Right. And it's not a secure place, and yet people keep using it to do dumb stuff. If you're going to leak the classified intelligence documents to your friends who are curious about the Ukraine conflict, which it seems like this was. It does not seem like he was trying to, like, sell foreign secrets to enemies or something. I mean, if he leaked the documents to, like, the New York Times, he'd probably be better off mm -hmm. than he is right now because every all the liberals are calling for his head right now. You know, it's not like when Snowden leaked stuff and the reporters all protected him and leaked it and, you know, reported on his stuff. There are... Uh, for better or worse, I'm not a fan of leaking American intelligence for the most part. But that being said, he wasn't like trying to sell foreign secrets or like do something. And even the Pentagon is saying that there was like no real nothing like really super interesting was in this leaked mm -hmm. stuff. Um, mostly, it seems like there were just some people on this kind of right wing gamer forum that he was on where they were into the Ukraine conflict and curious about it, and he was sharing... He got to feel cool, essentially. Yeah, and you were saying that there's somebody in Fort Bragg involved in this also? Is that... Did you... No. One of the articles that you sent said Fort Bragg on it? I don't know. Oh, did I? Oh, I... I... Anyway, but... So I'm not sure if there was if there's more people involved or, or what, but basically, like, you know, he leaked these documents... With photos of them that show his house and his stuff in the background, like they're come, not bringing their best anymore. Documentaries are not bringing their best. But, but you know what? A lot come of these, on, and like I'm I mean, thinking, he seems like for, like think of Bradley Manning. Like these right. guys. Have well, been that's bozos. what all the conservatives are joking. Like you better transition or come out as gay. Like right now, well, poor yeah, Jack yeah. Tashira, or you're screwed. Because they're gonna throw the book at this guy. This guy is screwed and yeah oh, he mostly that, just he like you say he mostly just wanted to feel cool to his friends online and shared this stuff they did match it using apparently the pattern of the granite countertop in the background of yeah, one of the I pictures because there's other pictures posted online of him but yeah, i'm like reminded second. again I'm reminded again of, like, the January 6th stuff of, like, how dumb people were to, like, wear so much identifiable clothing and, like, be complete. You know, they they had, like, photos of themselves in the I, same um, clothing that they... Okay, sorry. I um, mistakenly bought chocolate bars with peanut butter in them. Okay. They're on the bar, so don't go anywhere near them. I'm going to give them to Max to take home, okay? Um, I'm reminded again, like conservatives. By the way, with James, the... my other son, saw that it said peanut butter. I just Didn't saw it notice. said milk chocolate, and it was that close. I had one for. Every... Thank God the the other kids are starting to get old enough to help co-parent with me. <laughs> How would he dare? I mean, why would James assume that there was a chance that I would that you the didn't wrong check one? for the ingredients? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm reminded again, like the conservative groups, just like with the opsec, just nothing. Opsec. Like operational security, like wow, that you have that one. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I got a There's word just I, no I've like. Heard... There's just no like. They're just posting on these just open like internet the... hold forums. On, hold on, what? I don't. I feel like I don't know you. When did you start saying opsec? I have a secret life. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so it has opsec but... in it. What else does it have in it? <laughs> Lots of things. Um, what else? Do, do you remember you... when you didn't know what a bug out bag was? Yeah, I still don't know. That's when you're gonna leave town. Yeah, you have to have your stuff ready to like go live off grid. So what right is away. just what is to steal man something? What? If you're gonna steal man something, I want to steal. That's man. the opposite of a straw man. It is. 
yeah, steel man is a phrase because straw man is a phrase. So if you straw man, if as opposed to a straw man, if you're steel manning something, you're providing the strongest possible argument against it. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. okay. So it's like, you know, if you want to argue with a straw man, then you would just propose like some weak counter argument to yourself. Right. But if you want to steel man it, then you would like propose what you think is the strongest argument against you and you would rebut that. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. By the way, okay. I did find another a new term today that I did learn. Okay. Commentary is retcon. Do you know retcon? Yeah. What's That's that? when you put something backwards into like if you write a book and you then for for example, say you write a book about a wizarding school that kids go to. Let's you know, hypothetically call it Hogwarts. And then after you write the whole book series and give zero indication of this, you afterwards say that the headmaster of the wizard school was actually gay. You're retconning that into the story. You're retroactively putting it into your what work. Should, what else should I know? I don't know. What other things are there? Should we just make this a vocabulary podcast? Anyway, yeah, poor Jack Tashira. Uh, he is absolutely effed i would say yeah. wouldn't you think for leaking those documents to his buddies yeah do you know well i'm more disappointed that, that like it means so much to him to have in his discord group that's more that's that's to me that's scary we talk about all the time we've talked about through mm -hmm. ai etc the Young the, men not having real relationships in well real yeah life. but yes in, in in the translating into real world actions so in order for his existence online, which meant a lot to him, to be bolstered, mm -hmm. he used his real-world access to yeah. documents to do it. And it's crazy. It's crazy that, that this is happening. That, 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 that It's so important to be cool in that Discord room. Right. Thug Shaker or whatever yeah. it's called. And, you know, and like he, he had people – he had people in that room – who looked up to him like that one kid who who spilled the beans on him, whatever, saying OG was always great to me and this and that. And I mean, it, 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 I'm, I don't. This is dangerous stuff. This is this is it's just dangerous stuff. If you're gonna do it just for that, yeah, it's no good. It's no good, and it's yeah, it's no good that they're taking it that seriously. It's no good that they think that that's a secure place to leak that stuff, and it's no good that he's that much of a deer in the headlights that he's leaking the stuff with like pictures of his own stuff in the background. You know what would probably be good for him, because to go into the military. Well, no, I was gonna say that would help with um, his understanding of some of these issues would be. Um, to be exposed to, like, the miniverse a little bit. Because, like, you and I know not to post a picture unless we want every tiny pixel of the background scrutinized mm -hmm. and judged by people online. Like, how can you not think that's going to happen if you're leaking classified documents? Right. Right? It's just, it's like oh. the dumbest thing. I can't believe that in this day and age. Because and maybe... Maybe, like, people don't do this anymore because young people live so much of their lives online. Maybe they think it doesn't matter or something. But, you know, when I was young, it was, like, a big deal. Our parents lectured us all the time about how stuff on the internet was going to live forever. And if you ever want to be elected to anything, you have to make sure that, like, your digital footprint and blah, 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 blah. Like, 
saying that like people were going to track down everything you ever said online and it's all going to be found someday and you better be careful. Like, do people do people not tell kids that anymore? Is that not because they now just do everything online so they think it's all fine? Yeah, I think they thought it was worth it. It's incredible to me. It's incredible to me. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully I do think well, a few a few a couple more thoughts on this. I would like conservatives to get a little smarter and more strategic in their secret groups and not be dumb because leftists are smart with their secret groups. Yes, that is absolutely true. The yeah, right the is, is like, why are his parents like talking to people? Yeah. Like a parent, like when I read the New York Times story and the dad's like saying to the New York Times, yep, I think the feds are going to be around any time the way things are going. Like, are you nuts? Like, don't, what? I, I just can't believe that. I can't believe that. I, and it's the same, like I say, it reminds me of January 6th. When the feds started to come knocking at people's doors that they were finding in the photographs and stuff from that day. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'll happily talk to you. I'll let you know, well, you know, who was doing bad. And then they just incriminate themselves to the federal agents. They don't call up a lot. They think they're being helpful and the nice law enforcement is like going to be on their team or something. Doesn't work like that anymore. And the feds come over like gentlemen and say, Mm -hmm. oh, no, we we just shoot the breeze together. Yeah. I know. Don't trust them. They do not have your best interests at heart, especially if you're going to do illegal stuff like leaking. And like I say, you're much better off trying to leak it to like a left wing newspaper because they deal with this stuff all the time. And yes, it's not fair. And yes, if like the Pentagon Papers were given to the newspaper today, like people would, you know, want the person hanged or something. Right. Like and, you know, the New York Times, I think, published Snowden, Snowden secret stuff. And Mm -hmm. like we're keeping him secret and whatever. Like they the. Left-wing newspapers know how to do it because they've been through this and they know how to, like, accept secret documents in a way that isn't going to incriminate you because they'll, you know, get it on their proton mail or whatever. But, you know, like, how I I feel bad because I'm sure the kid's a nice kid and he's probably, like, ideologically aligned with us more or less from what I've read and, like, he's young and stupid, but, like, how dumb do you have to be to post pictures of the top secret classified documents with your own stuff that you own in the background well, no, in your I, kitchen I that there's publicly available photos of online yeah he wanted the, the clout in his group that's it but at least like crop your house out of the picture I like know. i mean please just a tiny like a, just take like tiny precautions like li- just a little bit right i would think so should we go to my guy, my guy prague's I am less interested in the interior person, morally speaking, than you are. Than- this is Dennis Prager. You know, I'm Prager University, mm-hmm. yada, yada. And, and uh, probably any of you are. And it's largely, I do believe, because I come from a behaviorist, l- law-based religion. We care how you act. That's why we don't have a claim that if you look at another woman with lust, it's as if you've committed adultery with her. I, I am, as I said yesterday, I, I thank God for America's Christians. And uh, Maimonides said, if it weren't for Christians, the world wouldn't know about the Torah. So uh, I'm a big Christian fan, but obviously Christianity and Judaism are not identical religions. Uh, And and we have no equivalent that if you look upon another woman with lust, it's as if you have committed adultery with your heart. There's only one way to commit adultery in Judaism, and it's with a different organ. And I'm not being cute. (laughs) I'm I'm being very realistic. 
looking with lust is not a sin in Judaism. What's the stance on porno what's the stance on pornography? Jordan so Peterson. pornography when I'm asked this question, you, just to you, put you on the spot, you by the did way. indeed. Uh, okay, so my my answer when it's raised on my radio show, I have a male female hour, and I'm very open about sexual subjects. I always ask if a wife calls me and says my husband looks at pornography. I, I, I found on his computer. I have one question: How is your int life of intimacy with your husband? Is it good? In other words, is the pornography in lieu of you or in addition to you? Mm -hmm. uh, and I know this is not a religious answer, and mm -hmm. I, I'm not even giving a religious answer. I'm giving mm -hmm. what I think is a moral and realistic answer. Men want variety. And uh, if adultery is a substitute for, if pornography is a substitute for one's wife, it's awful. If it's a substitute for adultery, it's not awful. That's, that is my unpredictable answer. Well, there answer. is a clinical rule of thumb that's akin to that, I would say. If you're trying to decide clinically whether someone's partaking in a habit, say use of alcohol, has reached the threshold of clinical significance, one of the things you do is ask the, the person you're assessing, now, is it interfering with your employment? Has it got you in trouble with the law? Is your family complaining? Does it stop you from doing other things that you should be doing? And so the judgment isn't the use of the forbidden substance itself. It's, it is in some sense consequentialist. And I'm not saying that that's an absolute, but it is a, it is a hallmark right. of clinical judgment. Well, there you go. Craig, are you? I mean, okay, so obviously I'm not Jewish, um, but so I can't speak for Judaism as a religion and I'm just not educated in like, like the Jewish exposition of the Torah. But okay. the, the Torah is also the first five books of, it's not just the first five books of the Hebrew Bible that's used by Jewish people. It's also the first five books of the Bible that's used by Christians. And, and the Torah and the Old Testament in general are full of references to the law being written on your heart, right? Like that the idea is not that the law is just about things that you do, that it's also about your mind and that it's also about um, what's in your heart mm -hmm. and your soul and your spirit, right? And and I think that most people believe that that physical actions isn't all there is to being good. Being good? In general, right? Like, like it, so, and, you know, it, I think it's tricky when we get to the subject. It's a touchy subject in modern times, the subject of lust and adultery, mm -hmm. right? Because people tend to feel that anything I want to do is fine in that category, pretty much. Really? Yeah, that's, that's our in view. lust and adultery? Yeah, people, people know feel. what's wrong. You know what's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. I know what's wrong. Yeah. So who knows, who thinks it's fine? Uh, I wouldn't think it was fine if I ever end in this consenting may adults. The only standard that modernism well, has. Well, let me tell you something. Hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. If my if this if my angel and I'm sorry, Ned Snark from TJ Maxx. Mm -hmm. By the way, she's been identified, and unfortunately, cops are swearing out a warrant for her, so she's going to be incarcerated soon. Which uh. Sucks. Some rat somewhere ratted her up. <laughs> If she's if she approaches me at a bar and says, "Hi, um, I want to hook up with you," mm -hmm. I have a thousand different factors to think about. 
one it, that obviously she's kidding two that if she's not then she's possibly dangerous three that i'm married four logistics you know five what's the fallout if i do and then get busted and it could happen who knows i wouldn't even know that mm -hmm. in these days like how you people would have an affair anymore because how do you how do you how do you communicate without there being you know a, a record and then i would have to think about let's say okay I think we're getting a little off topic from what I'm actually trying to say oh, are here. You? Oh no, no, I'm sorry, but I thought that you were talking about lust. Yeah. Hey, but you, but you had said that in most modern just... culture, yeah. the standard of sexual ethics is consent. So, if consenting adults choose to do something, then that's okay. You're saying that's what most people think. Yes. Yeah, but if that was true, then they wouldn't hide it, would they? Well, I mean, people do have affairs, but we also have it. We have no fault divorce as a standard. So you can also just leave your husband and go be with somebody else. Right. Right. And that's considered morally fine. Correct. People have a bigger problem so, with the lying and the cover up than they do with the fact of leaving your husband and going to be with somebody else, don't they? Yes. So people's ethical problem is with the lying, not with the adultery. Well, I guess so. I guess so. I guess there's a few different... I guess I've misparsed here because... Because what I'm saying to you is the idea of this... The idea of what I'm saying is that people don't... People are very sensitive. You know, people get upset when you quote that line from Jesus, in particular when it comes to pornography. Because Jesus definitely really clearly says... Because people will be like, where in the Bible does it say I can't look at porn and jerk off all the time? Like... Alice! Well, uh... Jesus says you can't look at somebody else with lust in your heart, that that's a form of committing adultery. He also says that hating somebody is a form of committing murder. That if you go around hating somebody, that you're on a smaller scale, it's a continuum, but you are committing the sin that murder is in your heart on a smaller scale, which is hating your neighbor, right? Yes, but you. And, but, but but I don't understand. I mean, the you commandment can't... in the Old Testament is thou shalt not covet oh, oh. thy neighbor's wife. You can't. So you lust think after somebody else. So right. so the sin of adultery is well, yeah, not but, but just also, there, not but, banging somebody else. Well, Alice, the sin of adultery also, is also wanting to. I it's also with that. looking at people with lust. But what I'm saying is to say How that there's no precedent wants, for that. To say every, that Jesus just invented that whole cloth in the New Testament, and this is where Jews and Christians differ, is that I mean, and both religions, and this is why I can't speak for Jewish people and their religion, but. Um, I know that I'll be text him. Um, but basically, you know, both uh both Jews and Christians claim to be the continuation of the religion that is in the Old Testament. To say that there's no precedent in the Old Testament for Jesus to say that what you do in your heart also matters beyond just what you actually physically do. And I think that most people know that that's true. I think that most people know that doing the right thing and being a good person requires more than just the action. It requires a state of mind. And the two things are related. Doing good things changes and softens your heart 
and changes your disposition towards other can people. Can I? Because I've been, but, I've been doing two things, trying to. Get, yes. Uh, can you repeat that last thing you just said? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think most people know that I I think most people intuitively know, and this is what Jesus is getting at when he talks about that. And there is precedent for it in the Old Testament. The Old Testament talks all the time about being the law being written on on your heart about thou shalt not covet. The law is on your in your mind and in your heart like it's, it's written on you that that I think most people intuitively know that being a, quote, good person, whatever that means to you, requires more than just doing a good thing right physically that yes. that it requires a disposition and a frame of mind and love towards other people right you know and the two things are connected to each other because we are human beings are both physical and spiritual beings wrapped up into one being right so the two things are connected when you do things that are good it changes your disposition it softens your heart and it turns you into a better person when you do good things. But it also, you know, loving other people will also cause you to do good actions. But the two things are connected and they can't be separated. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it does. It does have a real impact on your mind if you spend a lot of your time, mm. you know, lusting after other women and it does have a real impact on your life and the people around you because it changes you it's not just happening to your eyes into your genitals it's something that happens in your mind and in your heart too and right? what is and what is the existential effect day-to-day effect of the heart and mind having been changed that that's noticeable in the household i mean by porn in particular yeah i guess but by porn or lusting after like the my girl from TJ Maxx. <laughs> I mean, I think that, and you know, you're partially joking, but I think if you spend a lot of your <laughs> mental energy, a lot of your heart and mind lusting after somebody else in your marriage, of course it has a real impact on your marriage and how you treat the other person in mm. your marriage and how you treat your kids yeah. and the other people around you. I mean, like, don't you think that that's true? Uh, don't y- you think y- yes, that where think- your mind is matters? Uh, yes, absolutely. And also, I think that... And the two things are connected well, to each other. Right. I also okay. think that, yes, I think so, that if you're literally... Lo- I, I don't think it's so with necessarily with porn, unless you become addicted and obsessed and can't get away from it. But I think if it's if, if you're literally, you know, literally, if there's an actual person, then 
I think that you're that you're right because I do think that we're equipped with guilt, and so I think that it's not. I think that that guilt itself is damaging because of all the mental accommodations you need to make to justify or rationalize. But and this. not to put too fine a point on it, yeah. But the people in porn are also real people and yeah. to think of them not as real people is wow. also a, dehumanizing that was is also dehumanizing to them and it affects i believe it affects how you view um women around you too in particular like men because it tends to be mm. more men watching women in general but but i think it, it i think that you know i mean that is somebody's wife or daughter in the oh, porn movie cares? well and so this is why when I say more than I make, this is why I say that, that, you know, when Dennis Prager says like, you know, it's not really committing adultery. Well, for that porn to be in front of your face, somebody had to commit adultery. No. Yes. Unless you're only watching married couples. Wait, no. Adultery is having sex with anybody that you're not married to. It is? Yes. Oh, God. Yes. How crude is that? I mean, that's been the human cultural standard for a very, very, very long time until right now. It's like a to- this is a totally new no concept. Way. To be- yes, no way. Men were enjoying themselves with women, and just- well, okay, yes, for so men that was for so, men so, so, that was not the standard, right? For men that was not the standard, right. but for women it absolutely a hundred percent was. I like that through all of human history. The only thing that was changed when Christianity came on the scene was that it took the standard for women and also made it the standard for men. In modern times, we've done the opposite. We've said no standards right. for anybody. Right. Just screw whoever you feel like screwing as long as it's consenting adults. So what was wrong with you and I? And we're I, working well, on the adults part, I think, in our culture wrong? nowadays. First of all, if 37-year-old Tom was with 23-year-old Alice Shattuck, you're handsome, beautiful, young, etc., what was wrong with that? Well, I mean, I could. <sighs> is it the screaming? Yeah, the screaming yeah. is throwing me off. But um. Well, maybe that's what well, was wrong with that. Well, one, I mean, do you want me to be really honest in answer to that question? Yeah, yeah. Well, among the things that was wrong with that, we got pregnant, and if we weren't. If we happen to be different people, that could have resulted in an abortion or a child that would grow up without one or both of their parents. Um, you know, it, we yes, all, yes. Oh, the only yeah, reason that, it didn't wasn't... is because we made a decision to right the wrong of what we had done by doing that and getting married. Right. Maybe that's what you. It was a, well, it was a lopsided deal for me. It was all so we win. So mm-hmm. but but but. But yeah, but that is the wrong because what marriage is for mm-hmm. is protecting women and children from being abandoned by men who are supposed to take care of them. Right. Right? So that is the wrong of it. I had a choice. Well, you only had one right choice. <laughs> I absolutely that was a great choice. My god, it was such a win for me. <laughs> great. See, thanks to sin, I get you. You see this? <laughs> wow, <one>? great. <laughs> You're right. <sighs>
Maybe that's enough honesty for today. No, I thought that was It's it. already... I was supposed to pick up our daughter six minutes ago. Holy crap, she's going to be very angry. Okay, well, would you like to do this chat chat without me? No, I'll just fill. You go. Or do you want me to go? And you fill, because he I, may try to follow you. I can go. Do you want me to go? Since do you have the car key, though? I I have a car key. Which I, shall I go? She's going to be rip leap. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay. No, I oh, want to. Okay. Because I can't play audio or do anything from over, oh, here. You can sit over here. So, no. I'm going to stop oh, the scene gonna on be you. So okay. Angry. Last time I saw waiting for She has. She says softball pick up right now. Um, so, yes. So, um. Cyril, we'll talk to him in a minute. Come here, Cyril. Come in here. Cyril, come in here. Come into the microphone. No. Come on in. So, I don't, um. I mean, I think, let's be honest, all guys lost after. You want to go over there with the deer thing? All guys, um, uh, it's a to, men and women are two different animals, totally, just totally, and I think that when women try to emulate men in that fashion, then it generally leads to a, a slow degradation of the soul. I don't think women are cut out to be to be rabid dogs, and there's a biological reasons for all this, but there's also emotional reasons, and um. Yeah, and I've certainly seen it. I know you've seen it, too. Like, women who decide to act like alpha guys. And supposedly, somewhere along the line, somebody told people that that's a, that makes sense in a uh, kind of like a feminist kind of way. But I don't uh, I don't know that it actually uh, does. Okay. Uh, this is Cyril Shattuck. Cyril, how are you? Hi. I'm good. So, um, what is your favorite food, Cyril? Um, pizza. Pizza. And how old are you now? Five. Can you read? Yes. Can you use your big boy voice? Okay, okay. What is your favorite dinosaur? A T-Rex. A T-Rex? Yeah. How come they have little hands? Because they're ginormous. Well, they are ginormous, but their hands aren't ginormous. Their hands are smaller. Their leggies are ginormous. If you think the tiny squeeze. Huh? Potato. Potato? Potato. You're saying potato? Yes. That's you're using your you're not using your big boy voice again. Potato. 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 So wanna listen to some audio, Cyril? Potato. What? Wanna listen to some audio? Yep. Okay, uh, here we go. This is, I just want to give you a little Joe Biden in Ireland. Here we go. Okay. Threat to the world is climate change. Single, we don't have a lot of time. threat to the world is climate change. And that's a fact. We're even recognizing, finally, everyone's recognizing America. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that's what he's saying? That the biggest existential threat is climate change. Ooh. Here's another one that he's just completely and totally conjured up. And I never understood what he meant when he said, Joey. Talk about his father. I worry about you. You lean over. I said, Pop, what do you worry about? 
He said, you're too much. You're too much like that guy who led the revolution instead of the guy who was the prime minister. I said, who's... He said, you got to be less like a military guy. They shot him. What is he possibly talking talking about? What is he possibly talking about with this stuff? I mean, this guy is so jive-talking uh, that mixed with the fact that he's senile that it just makes no sense anymore. Makes no sense anymore. All right, let's see. Um, I want to get to more uh, Biden in Ireland. While we wait for Alice Shattuck, and we'll do the chat chat. I can just press this. Um... You can press what? Oh, don't press anything. Don't press anything. Mommy will be upset. Okay. Thank you. Eight six oh. No, that's sorry. So here's uh, Joe Biden. So thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's get it done. Lick the world. So thank you. I'm not sure. I understand what that means. Things that she look at me and say, Joe, remember. Remember who you are. Like, you're a Biden. Like, you know, what the hell is a Biden? You know what I mean? Uh, I'm uh, like, oh, like, man. I'm a, what is you this? Know. Anyway. Okay. This is an old guy who's in charge of a lot of stuff who's not, oh, not oh. having a good time. I'm, I'm close up to the, um, I'm close up to the, um, microphone i know i can hear you sound good here's another biden what in europe in ireland uh cut hold on joey the only thing i bring to this career after my aged as you can see how old i am was a little bit of wisdom i come to the job with more experience than any president in american history doesn't make me better or worse but it gives me a few excuses I didn't go away. Like, I'm still here. Watch this. Here's his, uh, this is a well-repeated... I met more with Xi Jinping than any world leader has over the last 10 years. Over, uh, excuse me, 91 hours of just one-on-one conversations. 68 in person. I've traveled 17,000 miles with him. This is a lie. He has Asia, not done this. Primarily us. through China. He once asked me on the Tibetan Plateau, he said, can you define America for me? Tibetan Plateau. It's the God's truth. I said, yes, I can, in one word. But if he asked me about Ireland, I could have said the same thing. One word. Possibilities. We believe anything is possible if we set our mind to it, and we do it together. This is the United States of America and Ireland. There's nothing beyond our capacity if we do it together. And we've got to believe that. Why is we've got he to yelling know that, at because us? Because that's the why history of both our yelling? countries. Uh, why is he yelling? Come on. Uh. For too long, Ireland has talked about, in the, task, in the past tense, we tell old stories of days gone by, is good to remember. Stories of Irish grit and genius, saints and scholars, poets and politicians. And in the face of it, they're good stories, honestly. Let's face it. But, as the poet Boland wrote in her poem, Mother Ireland, she said, I've learned my name, I rise up, I rose up, I remembered it. Now, now I can tell my story. It was different from the stories told about me. 
He's a rock and roll singer. He sings this song. Okay, but Hold on. Can, you, can you just show me it? Sure. Hold on. That is by far, that I believe. That is a really good song. It is a really good song. That's so cool. I love that I song. I agree with you. Here's more Joe Biden in Ireland. Oh, why, why, why? He's why. so confident. Why do you watch this up? Our history reminds us, our history, ours. Why do you watch mind, this Reminds us of the stuff. responsibilities we have is to this the present. Is this on Twitter or something? Is this on Twitter? Our history reminds us. I think this is on Twitter. Ours, okay. yours and it mine. Is. Reminds us of the responsibilities we have to the president. It should be the president. Biden to rugby. This is so, he feels so comfortable in, in Ireland, like so backslapping that he's, you know, riffing. I didn't play rugby except when I was out of school, out of law school. And I didn't play it very well. We played in a rugby club. But uh, I did play American football and a few other sports. But yeah. I realized that, you know, you guys are all nuts. <laughs> Low? My son Hunter's with me, and my hey. best friend in the world, my sister Valerie's with me today. And I want them to. Yeah. As the proud son of. My son Hunter's with me, and my best friend. Oh, don't move too much. Mama Tia Shea's going to be back any time now. Ba, 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 ba. I'm using the mouse and... Well, don't hit anything, though, because Mommy's going to be back any time now. I'm not going to press anything, like... Go what on. do you want for dinner tonight? 
I want Tom. You want Tom? No. <laughs> what do I you want? want um, I'm thinking, but I don't know what to choose. Um. Here's some more stuff. Here's some more stuff from today. At first, uh, talking normal, and then getting all like um, all into it. Uh oh, where are you going? Here's AOC's two different accents. One is her normal speech because she's a rich girl from Long Island who went to be you. When Donald Trump tapped into this idea of make America great again, there there were there was times of economic opportunity. Wages rose until the 1970s. And here's when she's getting her swerve on. I'm proud to be a bartender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't people to buy. There is nothing wrong with preparing the food that your neighbors will eat. There we go. I agree there's nothing wrong with that. I have no problemo whatsoever. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong. I'm still looking for information from the TJ Maxx girl in Southington. Uh, told that she might have been apprehended, but I don't see her. I don't see uh, her name yet. How old is she? What's her deal? I must know about her. And actually, nothing seems to have been updated recently. But six hundred dollars worth of stuff. All right, let me find something else here. Can't. I'm trying to fill while Alice is down at the ballpark. But I've run out of fill. Let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. A uh, a biologist explains why sex is binary in an effort to confuse the issue. Gender ideologues cite rare, ambiguous intersex cases. So I can't click anything. I don't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you still have my voice on? That's my question. Yeah. You okay. Do. Here we go. Thank you, Audie. Daily Wire confirms no uh, one at the senior level of the company was aware of Bud Light's ongoing partnership with so unnamed source. Ooh, there we go. Why do you say stuff so dumb? There we go. Why do you say stuff so dumb? I don't say stuff is so dumb. My stuff is brilliant. Mommy's stuff is dumb. But I don't pausing its marketing efforts and reevaluating its influence of partnerships. There we go. Shay's back. Bud Light owner Anheuser-Busch is reportedly pausing uh, its marketing efforts and reevaluating its influence of partnerships per the Daily Wire. Daily Wire claims no one at the senior level of the company was aware of Bud Light's ongoing partnerships, quoting an unnamed source. This is after a reported partnership with Dylan Mulvaney, 
They said, Happy March Madness. Mulvaney wrote as a caption on the Instagram post, just found out this had to do with sports and not just saying it's a crazy month. In celebration of this sports thing, Bud Light is giving you the chance to win $15,000. Share a video with Easy Carry Contest for a chance to win. Good luck. Second source told the Daily Wire that the company was likely going to implement a more robust process for evaluating partnerships. Jeez, I don't see why you'd need that. Thank you. Welcome back, Alice. It's been just. It is well worth the Patreon money. Okay, what is the hot sauce, Alice? Any idea? It is the uh, Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. Um, it's a great hot sauce because you got both heat and flavor in one sauce. You do not have to sacrifice one or the other. Um, you also may notice that they donate. Five percent of the proceeds to the Fallen Firefighters Foundation, so you're doing good when you shop for it. You can find it at like Market Basket, Big Y, uh, lots of good places. ChelseaFireHotSauce.com. Uh, get some, eat it with everything. It's great. Uh, makes everything delicious on a, a diet like Tom. Hey, I just wanted to um, hey, call you guys real quick. This is uh, Fritz the Cat. Hi, Fritz. Um, I haven't been able to make the Burn Barrel live, which I will be able to do eventually. And the reason why is because Chrissy has been in the hospital for about a month now. So I haven't really been able to um, be around 637 o'clock times. But, you know, that's another story. Once that's all taken care of, I will hopefully be able to watch the show live. I've been looking forward to it. Well, that's awesome. I look forward to having you. So um, you can... You could play my video if you want to. I don't care if people know she's in the hospital, but that's just what's going on here with me. So, well, best prayers to her. anyways, have a good night, and um, hopefully sooner or later I'll be able to watch a live podcast. Later, later, friends. Well, best to you and Chrissy, and prayers for you guys. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll see you soon in the chat. Greetings, Shaddix. Hey, uh, Danny hi. on the road. Hi, Danny. Checking in, listen to last night's episode this morning. Enjoyed it as always. Thank you. I did find it interesting that about six minutes in, Tom accused Alice of having a bleep-eating grin uh, in light <laughs> of the whole Paige Speronic hilarious episode. Yeah. Um, he did. Uh, he she... didn't use bleep, which is fine. I'm oh, did get... I swear? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, you missed Alice, a swear? Alice has never been so happy. Wait, You just wait to see if the cops uh, shoot my TJ Maxx shoplifter dead. Alice will be thrilled. <laughs> and censorship, all for free speech and whatnot but a few minutes later tom plays a clip that i assume he'd already listened to of the crazy anastasia lady dropping expletives and he pretends to be all indignant and offended at this and he has to go back and add bleeps which again oh, yeah. it was a pre-recorded clip so i don't know well yeah technically we we don't label our podcast explicit so yeah. we are supposed to get rid of the swears and stuff um but yeah, yeah that, tom so sometimes that, misses that clip, some of them that clip that had her um, had the quote of what she said, so I didn't bother listening to the audio. I knew the quote. I didn't realize that there was much more to it. I also didn't realize they, they swore on that show. And then he gets all over our friend Justin the Hoosier for uh, dropping a swear a little bit later. I, I just, I mean, what a double standard. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Uh, you know, you're just saying whatever you want and then yelling at other people and bleeping them out later in the pod. I, I don't fair? get it. So uh, true, so true. It's all good. As long as all you can eat. Uh, is rated E for expletive. I hope there's a lot of F-bombs and nasty <laughs> language in that. I think that'll make it uh, a little more salacious. Should uh, should up the ratings. I don't know if Kids Bop will want to advertise on it. But, uh, looking forward to the new pod. Mm-hmm. You can have that. And uh, see ya. 
Thanks, Danny. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're right. I'm guilty on all counts there. Uh, oh, I thought I had gotten... I don't remember. I'm surprised I swore. Uh, but I... You know, it happens sometimes. I'm uh, thinking about uh, every time I swear, say a curse word on uh -oh. the burn barrel, I'm going to give $5 to the Riley Children's Hospital of uh, Indianapolis. There we go. That's it's, nice. In, in retrospect, it's like I'm swearing for kids. You know, they one eight seven seven swears for kids. S W A R swears for kids. They need the money. Those poor kids up there in that hospital. You know, I think it's it's a good day. You know, noble cause. Damn it. That's very nice, Justin. Justin. Okay, here we go. Ultimate. There's the last one. Hey, Tom, Steve from Gloucester. How are you doing? I'm wondering if you think that Dustin Hoffman would have been able to get away with making Tootsie in 2023 as opposed to 1982. After all, he did dress up and pretend to be a woman in that movie. And I'm wondering with all the Dylan Mulvaney stuff going on these days, if he would be able to get away with making a movie like Tootsie in this day and age. By the way, Jessica Lange in that movie, my goodness. Terry Gar in that movie. I have movie. not seen that The movie. great Terry Gar, Alice, who's your stand-in sometimes romantically. Yeah. What do we say about Lust in the Heart mm -hmm. when I was last here? Well, uh, Dustin, no, that movie would be problematic. Uh, I think it would be considered uh, homophobic. And you haven't seen Tootsie? Mm -mm. Oh, my goodness. You should watch it. <laughs> Dabney Coleman should have gotten 30 Oscars for it. Oh, my goodness. Do you know Dabney Coleman? No. Oh, my goodness. Alice. <laughs> I don't know. We've got I mean, work to do. Okay. I have, like, lots of real stuff to do. No. Too. I don't this have a lot first. of time for this movie watching. Okay. Yeah, so, I, so Tootsie was just a cross-dresser um, who, who did act like a woman. Everybody was hitting on Tootsie. It, mo it mostly showcased men, um, men who were pigs on that. But... No, no, Tootsie wasn't a trans, but it would be problematic because he'd be essentially stealing the, um, appropriating the, the. Yeah, no, there was a lot. Woman. There used to be a lot of cross-dressing as a form of, uh, what your buddy at Bud Light there would call fratty humor. Right, right. And that, that is was, not, that's now frowned upon because that's, that's kind of exactly. making, I don't know what that's in but that movie. So but even like, even like Mrs. Doubtfire, I think, would be problematic He's an actor who can't get a gig as a guy, so he gets, he dresses as a woman and he gets gigs that way. That's, that mm. is, uh, he's appropriate. But like Mrs. Oh, wait, Doubtfire, actually, Mrs. Doubtfire, actually, I think would be too pretending to be women taking gigs from women is now encouraged from the left. Right. So yes, I changed my answer. Yes, Tootsie would be absolutely uh, applauded. No, it would be written as like a... Have you seen the movie Kinky Boots? No. It's about, it's a positive Oscar bait trans type of movie. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, it would be like written as a, as a beautiful story of becoming your true self. But in any case, uh, this has been the Burn Barrel Podcast. We will see you one more time tomorrow and then a break until Sunday. Uh, you can Easter. eat pod coming out in just days. Okay, talk to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.